0: Hi, everyone. Caleb Parker here, and we're back for views from ETC Venues. Today, we're here with Alistair Stewart, who's the director or what we call CEO in the U.S., CEO of ETC Venues. Uh, Alistair, welcome today. Thank you for joining us. Thanks, Caleb. Good to be with you. We talked with Marg in our last episode a little bit about anticipating your New York launch. On a personal level, Alistair, how do you feel about this?
1: well it's a it's a long held dream to to take the business to New York. I think I've been seriously thinking about it for a couple of years now and probably started thinking about it about five years ago and with visit to the states and looking around the market and actually, the first thing I found is that you know then. Um, there was virtually nobody doing what we offer in London, in New York, so that's really where the original idea came from. The bespokeness, if you like, of our our offering is that, first of all, we are very, very uh, niche, as I think is the appropriate marketing term, in looking after corporates and and governments and associations, so we're strictly a B2B business. And that means we don't do not do b to c or in other words, you know, socials, bar mitzvahs, weddings. And that's a very conscious decision to focus on one particular type of customers. I believe because we are that tightly focused, we are that much better at looking after, you know, that group than than other people are.
0: And that's what you built your reputation on here in London.
1: Yes, we have. I mean, we are we are well known now in London. We're probably the largest provider of our type here in London. In fact, you know, on a global basis, we are we are the largest company of our type in the world. You can measure that in two respects. First of all, in terms of numbers of delegates that we host, it's it's around 900,000 for us here in the UK. That, by the way, is about four times the size of our nearest rival in New York. So that is a perspective on on scale. And secondly, I think just within the industry that we operate in, this urban conference venue model, this, these hotels without bedrooms, as some people call them, we are the largest global provider, and that's looking at you know Australia, it's looking at New York, and it's looking across Europe as well.
0: So, so Alistair, you said this has been an ambition of yours for, for quite some time to go into the Big Apple. Why now?
1: Time is right now. I think we secured new investment from American investors um, last year, and they've given us tremendous confidence and tremendous financial firepower. And we have uh, uh, some some very close relationships with U.S. operating companies to help us with resources on the ground. So confidence is brimming. The U.K. business is doing well, and you know we're ready to take on you know, the world's greatest city.
0: So, as an entrepreneur, you must be really excited about this.
1: Yeah, look, I'm excited, and and I'm I'm scared, and I think those are the two those are the two sort of emotions that drive a, a lot of people who want to do something new, where they know that there's a huge journey ahead of them. They know that there's going to be hurdles to overcome they know that there's going to be people to persuade that this is the right thing to do and all of those are, are, are the spirit of what you know drives me to get up in the morning and and, and get this done
0: so you so you say you're scared and excited um, what do you see the biggest challenges going into the big Apple
1: it's a huge market there are just huge numbers of people and you know the size of the city is is larger than London and of course we're taking a brand that, that people don't know about and we have to communicate you know effectively and, and in, a, in a way that really engages with people to get us known about and then that will bring people to us and then that will bring business to the venues and then we'll have a success story on our hands.
0: Alistair, going, going into New York uh, where there's some of the best hotels in the world you're going to be competing against, um, personally I find it interesting that uh, in the meetings and events world and with conferences there's not really a rating system like there is on bedrooms and accommodations. What's your take on that?
1: Well, look, two two separate questions there. I think I think one is there are some great hotels in New York, are undisputed, and, and indeed as there are in here in London. And you know what we do, however, is very different to hotels, and I'm happy to take any hotel on, whether three star, four star, or five star, because our our clients are looking very specifically at one particular aspect of what a hotel offers, and that is providing a meeting and conference and event space along with some really important services such as good food and good technology and great service and the reality is here in London we've built a really good business because an awful lot of the hotels just don't do that very well and much as I love New York and much as I've seen some beautiful hotels I see the same traits in New York. There are some really bad hotel meeting products out there. Let me give you an example. I mean, I was in a hotel in New York a couple of weeks ago and we'd hired a meeting room. It it has to be said, an extortion of cost. We asked for the Wi-Fi code. And the conference services guy came along and and tried to charge us $950 for eight of us for for Wi-Fi. And by the way, that didn't include uh, service charge and and some kind of administration charge. And equally, we were trying to get hold of some coffee. There was no coffee immediately available. They had to send for the food and beverage director, who, who took too long. And as a result of which... Uh, one of the team just went across the road and and got a cup of coffee from from Starbucks. And and that is just for a five star hotel as we were in was completely unacceptable and fills me with huge um positiveness that what ETC can offer will just knock those hotels out
0: of the park. Well it's stories like that that really make the organizer's job painful. When you put your clients in a venue like that and you get that kind of feedback, it's it's unfortunate. Well if- by the
1: way it goes on because you know one of the other stories that I hear often about hotels is how difficult it is for meeting planners to set up and a number of the hotels in new york are very are very old and have very established ways of doing things to the point where you're not allowed to carry your own box in i've heard stories that you're not even allowed to plug your own laptop in because the hotel's electrician has to come and do that for you. And some of these practices you know, are just really annoying for professional meeting planners. And that's what we're going to really take head on. We're gonna make life simply easier for professional meeting planners. And by the way, it'll all come with a much more cost effective cost because we will be doing things more efficiently ourselves and we will pass those efficiencies on to our clients with a more competitive cost.
0: So Alistair, since there's not a rating system right now, if you're not rated, how do organizers know that you're good?
1: So you're right that conference centres um, in the UK, as indeed in the US, don't have a rating system. And you know what is the rating system? I, I think, by the way, the rating system has become increasingly outdated in the world of social media. You know, hotels have TripAdvisor, there's Google reviews, there's all sorts of review mechanisms, and if you want to see how good we think we are, then go on our Twitter feed, at ETC Venues, and read what our customers are saying about us. By the way, I think the other very important thing on ratings is all the third-party professional meeting planners that will know you by brand, know you by reputation, And you build that reputation up slowly, and you put a lot of work into building that quality.
0: So Alistair, if there was a rating system for conference venues and meetings and events, what do you think the criteria should be? So I think the three
1: most important things that we find um, delegates commenting on are food and tech and service. So on food, I mean, our commitment is to employ our own chefs. Uh, We put our own kitchens in, which are are vented so that we we, it's a full-service kitchen and therefore the quality of the food that we can offer and the appropriateness of that food for a conference delegate experience which means they can get it fairly quickly, it's nutritious, there's not too much fat and sugar in it and it's healthy for those that are particularly health conscious, that's particularly important. On the tech it's mostly about Wi-Fi, that it's fast and it's secure and, uh, and more importantly uh, that it's free to use given the experience that I've just told you about at the hotel I had and Wi-Fi now is probably number one for the younger delegates Uh, and and then thirdly and you wrap around that is service and to meeting planners in particular that they know they've got a venue team that are on the ball that are delivering the services as they have wanted as per the RFP and how it sets it out and that they're there and completely focused on their meeting and not trying to look after a host of other activities that you typically find in
0: hotels. So if If there was this rating system we talk about, where it has all this criteria, where would ETC venues rate on that scale? We want to rate
1: absolutely top of the bespoke, focused meeting and conference environments for what we do, recognizing that some of the hotels that you've been talking about, they will do their bar mitzvahs and they will do weddings. We're not going to do any of that, but we want to be absolutely seen as the best in class at meeting and conference venues.
0: Well, thank you for sharing your thoughts, Alistair. I'm excited about your New York launch. And I believe you're going to be joining our next episode with Mark. We talk about a little bit about food and diving into why design is important for events. So stay tuned for our next episode. Thank you for joining in, and we'll talk soon.